0: From our studios in North Florida, it's In Black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. I am the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks, also your tour guide through the wackadoodle doodle world of Joe Biden's America, as well as your host. Well, it's nice to be back in our home studios here in North Florida. We had a fantastic week last week down in uh, the Tampa area, had a wonderful time. And looking forward to maybe taking some more of the fabulous Florida tour to other cities uh, Throughout the state we like I said we there's plenty of places to go in Florida that are really beautiful to watch uh, Also, uh, just to let you know that right now we are uh, Preparing to do well actually we're not preparing we' we are currently doing a fundraiser because we have a great opportunity in mid-july to go down to a turning point usa event charlie kirk and his great uh team are doing a an event in west palm beach florida it's going to be a terrific time Uh, i've already been to west palm beach once wouldn't mind going again uh and so we're doing a fundraiser for that uh we you can find a link to uh to donate to help us get down there Uh, We're raising about uh, $700, uh, which is not a bad amount because, I mean, we're going regionally within the state. So uh, it's not like we're going across the country, at least not yet. But we're going to do shows down there, probably do some interviews as well. Uh, Some will be live, some will be uh, recorded on video, and we'll just simply upload it to our rumble page so it's going to be a lot of fun and looking forward to it and before we get into uh, this new week of adventures in podcasting you can always uh, send us email connect with us at inblackandwrite at gmail.com or you can send uh, and send email via the website inblackandwrite.net well we got a bunch of stuff to get into today, so let us not wait another moment. Now, big story today uh, on justthenews.com, uh, the headline, Biden to end familial, D- familial DNA testing at the border with key deterrent to fraud and child trafficking. So, If you loved the expiration of Title 42 and the mess that it caused and is still causing, now we've gotten rid of a key deterrent to stop any type of fraud or child sex trafficking. Because anybody, any person can take a child with them and say, oh, it's my child. And These kids are just traumatized and scared because if they say anything They're pretty much dead. I'm you know, I'm sorry, but yeah, it's pretty nuts. And so once again, I mean, I don't understand What it goes on in the mind of the Biden regime to prevent a very real problem in human trafficking and especially child sex trafficking i don't understand that at all and if this uh dna testing was to help in this hey why get rid of it seriously why get rid of it but we are dealing with joe biden and his cronies who have no problem whatsoever about ruining the border and making all making life so much easier for child sex traffickers that's just great that's just wonderful yay so at the end of the month of May the 31st uh it's done no more familial dna testing to make sure that these kids coming across the border are with the par- with the people that they say are the parents and apparently this memo uh talking about this uh, apparently was leaked uh by i do believe, well i mean it's a memo from the border patrol so I don't know how just the news got it, but they got it. And it is absolutely insane. It's insane. So given this piece of information and what the Biden regime is going to do, the timing of it is it's incredibly suspicious, but There's a and I'll talk about this a little bit later, because there's a great movie uh, with actor Jim Caviezel of The Passion for the Christ, and this movie deals exactly with what's going on at the border. It's a great movie called The Sound of Freedom, and oh man. this and this piece of this piece of news is absolutely just it's scary in its timing I mean it's very very scary so anyway my friends so yeah so we now have this to look forward to no more checking the DNA of people coming across the border who are coming across with kids yeah so that's just gonna be fun That's going to be just a major league boom for all the child sex traffickers who are just going to have all kinds of fun uh, coming across the border with these kids. Ugh. If it wasn't so dang serious, I could just laugh at this, but it's not. And it breaks my heart, but I just, ugh. I just do not know. Ay yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that was just a fun piece of news I read this morning. But interestingly enough, here we have a uh, another intriguing story that's right in line with a big event that's going on right now this week. Now, this headline. GOP lawmakers raise concerns about the World Health Organization's Pandemic Preparedness Treaty, U.S. involvement in agency. Now, the very same World Health Organization that's run essentially by the Communist Chinese are now meeting this week in Geneva, Switzerland to work on this Pandemic Preparedness Treaty, which right At its foundational core will completely trash US sovereignty when it comes to dealing with health emergencies so this is essentially the biomedical security state on steroids now this is interesting enough now because one the only US official that I know of that is there with any kind of rank is uh, Javier Becerra, the Secretary of Health and Human Services. So he's there ready to just, yep, we're good. We'll just get on with it. And somehow he seems to have forgotten that if you're gonna have any kind of treaty, you're going to have to have it ratified by the United States Senate. Now, of course, uh this is pretty nutty because if they can, if the Biden regime can do anything to keep from having it to uh, have this treaty go through the Senate, they're going to do it. They're totally going to do it. And or they're going to use uh, all sorts of, um, you know, maybe a little bit of uh, crazy uh, language. You know, like Maybe not calling it a treaty, but an accord or something, but anyway, the bottom line is, this week, they're having these meetings in Geneva, and one of the people who, who's there right now is former Congresswoman Michelle Bachman, as also the dean of the Regent University School of Government there in Virginia Beach, Virginia, she spoke a little. spoke with Steve Bannon of the War Room uh, earlier today. And I just want to play a little bit of this. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but just to give you a taste of what's going on over there in Switzerland.
2: This is my fifth day here. Uh, we were here for preliminary meetings. Now we're here for the actual meeting. It started. And so this is what we know that came out today. The plan is... They are, they are agreeing that both a pandemic treaty and the 300 amendments that have been put forward for the international health rules—they're going to be—they're they're going to be two separate documents, but they'll basically be one document. Those uh, proposed documents will be given in January of 2024, and then they'll be voted on a year from this week. So they're in the process of tightening everything down, and a year from this week will come the final vote, and that's when all of the of the lockdowns, the clampdowns, and of everything that's going to impact our life is going to come into play. And they talked about some of those things. One is universal healthcare, and what they mean by that, they, they said equity about a million times in the last couple of days, inclusion in the last in, in the last couple of days. That means everyone will get the same level of health care. It doesn't matter where you live, everybody will get the same level of health care. In fact, there's a video that I watched and it said, imagine if our economy would change and we would focus on what we need than what we have budgeted to spend. What if everybody got the care that they need? What if nations would produce what is needed by the world and supply it to others? So clearly it is a Marxist take, but here's the other thing. They're also pushing One Health, which this was spoken about by the representative from France today, and they have a document that shows people, animals, and the earth. And so decisions are based on climate, on racism, on how it impacts the planet, people, and the earth. So in other words, people equal cockroaches equal clumps of dirt. That's where they're going with this. So they make decisions based on climate change. The big thing is really on. Uh, we had Xavier Becerra, who's our Health and Human Services Secretary. He was here. He focused strongly on. Uh, gathering data, bio data for all humans, and then sharing it with other nations. So everything that we have seen in the proposed amendments, that's it. We can read it. Everything that's in the proposed pandemic treaty, that's it. All they have to do now is just tighten up the language. We already know what they want. These are horrific plans. And over and over again, they said, we can't go with the, with the current Uh, international health rules to deal with the pandemic. We have to go with new rules. Because the old rules aren't good enough. And we've got to be global. And everybody has to come under this. Everybody said urgent, urgent, urgent. Has to be done. So we know what they're going to do. They'll meet in New York City this September. They'll be talking about this agenda. They'll put all the proposed final rules forward in January of 2024. They'll come back to Geneva in February of 2024, and then they'll vote on everything next May. But here's something else. We had one woman from Africa who was pleading with a group and she said, look, we'll get all of our proposals together, but what we have to do is have a simulation. We have to have a simulation of the next pandemic
1: and we need to do it this fall wow wow and again i say wow folks this is the biomedical security state on steroids not even you know grouchy fauci who will get dealt with uh i'm sure after maybe the debt crisis is done but oh my gosh these people they're coming after you and they're going to use our government and the biden regime to do it so in other words here's becerra the health and human services secretary saying hey we're just gonna take all this bio data for all these americans and we're just gonna share it with everybody Uh, say what Uh, I don't want some Yahoo in communist China to have my health information or bio data whatever I mean you you want to talk about throw HIPAA out completely out because if you're if if we're gonna be sharing bio data for all Americans with all these countries in the world, uh HIPAA laws become extinct because oh we are in this accord, we have this treaty and we we just want I mean didn't we get told just for the last two maybe three years that we have to oh we have to get the vaccine oh the vaccine safe and effective to if you don't get the jab you don't keep a job i mean come on folks this is even beyond all of that this is why you have fauci who retired you have walensky who's leaving the cdc we have these uh, we've got problems with uh, the national institutes of health the nih my gosh people They are selling us down the river, or at least in a biomedical way. I'm like, my gosh, this is insane. And yet, where are, we've got people in Congress right now who want to get us out of the the World Health Organization. Why aren't, I know there's a lot of things they have to do, but shoot, you need to there need to be people over there or i mean if you're or maybe some like chiefs of staff of some of these folks but i'm not really in the mood to have my medical data shared you know by shared with anybody except a except my doctor who who needs that but other than that Medical privacy goes out the window. And I'm not quite ready for that yet. And I don't think uh, most Americans are the same way. Uh, I mean, unless you just kind of, you know, okay, you know, just take the mark of the beast, I'm okay with the new world order, blah, 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 blah. But that really makes me dang nervous. Just like AI makes me nervous. About a lot of things, but this is what we have to look forward to if we don't get it in gear. Ugh. Speaking of not getting it in gear, I'll tell you, I saw this on Gateway Pundit, and if it if it came from anybody else, I'd have my problems, but uh, former National Security Advisor uh, K.T. McFarland... Um, Great lady. I had the honor of meeting her a little over a year ago. Very sharp lady Uh, Her experience goes all the way back to the Reagan administration So this is a sharp lady who knows what she's doing. So she's being interviewed uh, on Maria Bartiromo's program on Fox Sunday Morning Futures and she's talking about What you can expect Uh, from uh, for next year's election and given what we've already learned about the FBI and what they've done uh, the fifth the letter with the 51 former intelligence officials so we're talking the CIA we're talking the FBI and trying to do their damnedest to interfere in elections but uh Katie mcfarland also talked about 2024 so let's go to this little spot
0: we now have black and white evidence that the fbi interfered in the 2016 election and then when they failed to get their candidate elected hillary clinton then they just set out to destroy the trump administration so then go back go up to 2020 it was the cia this time that got involved in the 2020 election with those 51 former intel agents who talked about the Hunter Biden laptop as total Russian disinformation. So they've gotten away with it for two elections. They're for sure going to get away with it, try to get away with it in 24, right? Because there's no consequence. The difference is in 2024, the evidence is there. We now have the Durham investigation. We have all the congressional investigations. There is now hard evidence that there was election interference by the U.S. intelligence agencies and the Department of Justice. They've got to be terrified, those individuals have to be terrified that a Republican president comes in in the 2024 election with a Republican attorney general, investigates them, and charges them all with the crimes they've committed
2: over the last eight years. Well, we'll see about that. You're right. There are questions around these elections because of this interference. Do you think there will be election interference then in 24?
0: Take it to the bank. They will absolutely interfere wow. in 2024. We're not sure how. But they will absolutely interfere, not only because they're not going to like whoever the Republican candidate is, but because they're going to protect their own hides. That's why they were talking to their own people, and the whistleblowers have brought this up, that they were told, don't put anything on paper, just tell us orally. They knew that they were doing stuff wrong. They knew that they were going to be liable for prosecution.
2: Yeah, it's it's too bad. I wish the media were more curious about all of this. Unfortunately, the media takes the narrative of the Democrat Party and runs with it and then tries to cancel anybody who's not on board.
0: Well, they're in the same position. They, they can't possibly admit they were wrong because that sort of cuts under, it just undercuts their whole reason for being. So they're going to continue to have the fake narrative, and they're going to continue to cover up and pretend that nothing bad went on. I mean, they're all in it together. This is what the terrible thing is. These people are selling the country. Sh- they're just selling us out. Not only to yeah. foreign leaders, but they're they're interfering in our elections. They're tearing up the Constitution. Why? Because they want to protect their jobs. They want to protect their ratings. It just, it just is, I never thought I would be this upset about mm-hmm. how anybody in the government was performing. But this is just a gut punch to the American people. It, it re-
1: Oh yes, it is uh, Miss McFarlane. It is a major gut punch. It's a slap in the face and pretty much a kick in the groin. Now, and yes, I I have no reason to doubt uh, a lady like uh, Katie McFarlane because she knows stuff. She's a, it's not her first rodeo. Yeah, she might not know how, but yes, expect it, folks. Just expect it. Let that be just a part of the mindset. Yes, they're going to try something again. I don't know what, but election integrity? Well, you just need to get beyond 2020. Yeah, right. I don't think so, because... If you're going to have election interference by the FBI in 2016, the CIA in 2020, who knows? Who knows what intelligence agency or agencies, plural, are going to try to mess up 2024, especially if Trump is uh, expected. I mean, he is essentially the presumptive nominee. And I'll guarantee you they will pull out everything and the kitchen sink to stop Trump. And they will do whatever they can, I promise you. I mean, but now, and uh, KT McFarland's observation that we now have a whole lot more evidence, a whole lot more evidence, black and white evidence. Yes, and you've got whistleblowers, and I pray God will keep them protected, because these people in these agencies are ruthless pieces of excrement. They will do whatever they can to protect their position, to protect their power, uh, their prestige, I mean, their influence, everything. They don't care. And, I mean, we already have a story, another one. From the Epic Times today, saying that, and let me, I want to quote the headline correctly. So let's take a look. Okay, there we go. There we go. For today, the Epic Times, headline FBI again. Promises to stop unjustly searching NSA data on Americans. Again promises? I mean, come on. You have to promise again? When your reputation, your credibility, and God knows what else has been shot full of holes, Christopher Ray, and the Bureau. I mean, heck, there are even some of these whistleblowers and former FBI agents who essentially want the FBI, come appropriations time, here in just a few months, hey, use the power of the purse, Congress. Use it. Defund these suckers until or you put, you know, just defund them, dismantle it, and I don't know, some have said that there is absolutely no redemption for the FBI. I'm like, okay yeah that's pretty bad when guys who used to work for the agency say something like that it tells you something or at least it should tell you something this is a mess folks a big honking huge mess and i don't know maybe it'll be a tag team fbi and cia In 2024, maybe you throw in the NSA just to make it interesting. I don't know. But expect it, folks. I'll tell you right now. Expect it. I mean, we're a year away from the primary starting. But go in with a mindset of expectation. Expect interference from the deep state, the administrative state, whatever you want to call it but expect it, because this government and its intelligence and law enforcement agencies have completely trashed their credibility. This is why nobody trusts them. They're being busted everywhere. Everywhere. Oh, my, 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 my. But we've dealt with some really tough stuff today, but frankly, I wanna end on from the truly sublime to the seriously ridiculous. Now, some of y'all heard uh, over the weekend that the NAALCP, to borrow from the late, great Rush Limbaugh, issued a travel advisory and for the state of Florida, urging blacks and other minorities to not go to the state of Florida because uh, of the, quote, open hostility to African Americans, so on and so on and so on. Now, <laughs> ah, so now the NAALCP president, Derek Johnson, was on MSLSD on Monday, uh... And it's just crazy how, you know, because, well, I mean, it's a perfect combination. You have the wackadoodles doodles of MSLSD plus another wackadoodle, a uh, doodle Derek Johnson, the president of the NAALCP, coming up with this nonsense. Now, uh, Derek Johnson said in this interview, quote, it was important for the NAALCP the NAACP and other organizations to speak for individuals who are under attack. We have a large membership base in the state of Florida who feel besieged upon. Unfortunately, the governor is using his platform to advance some of the most regressive racist policies in his attempt to become president of the United States. Oh my gosh. I called this I mean, I have a saying, stupidity doesn't discriminate, and this is true, and it doesn't matter if you happen to be the wackadoodle president of the NAACP, and you're screaming racism, racism and more racism, Uh, ding dong, I live in Florida, I am black, my show is based here. I've been here for a couple of years. I have not had anybody anywhere in the state of Florida openly be hostile to me. None, this, this is the same type of, I guess using the word dog whistle uh, politics that the left use, especially uh, black uh, liberals, who I've had to deal with for more than 20 years, looking at people like me who don't buy the group thing, who won't uh, live on the plantation. And I've, and I've had all the names called me. You know, I've, I've had them all. Nothing's really changed, but... And I probably am just... I gotta take this story... Because unfortunately, I'm I'm pretty much out of time, but I will take this story on, and I'll let you know about the some of the dirty little secrets of the NAACP, how it went from a more honorable agency, an organization uh, that actually did fight for human rights, to becoming nothing more than an offshoot of the Democrat Party and that my friends is pretty crazy on its own so uh anyway like i said it it looks like the old clock on the wall says i am done for the day but i want to thank you all for listening uh you can subscribe and follow us uh the audio podcast anyway uh we're on all uh podcasting platforms just subscribe follow us Get notified when new shows are uh, up. And also, uh, you can check out our Rumble page in Black and right. Uh You can certainly follow there. We've had uh, a nice influx of new subscribers to the in Black and Right channel. And I'm hoping to do a lot more and especially uh, get into live streaming. That's going to be fun. Uh, but for now... Just take care of yourselves, everybody. I will see you tomorrow. And always remember, Patriots come in all colors, my friends. Take care.